to the McYappin Fries Movie Podcast. This is the uh, podcast in which we will talk about movie-related news. And uh, stuff we like. Stuff we like. Movie reviews and the US box office top 10 and the Malaysian box office top 10. This week I'll be reviewing Monsters vs. Aliens. I'll be uh, reviewing a film I saw on the plane recently. <laughs> uh, but it is a, a little gem that I think you should check out. It's called uh, Dean Spanley. Oh. Dean Spanley, yeah. It's Jeremy Northam, Sam Neill, and uh, the amazing Peter O'Toole. Cool. Peter O'Toole is awesome. Every time I see Peter O'Toole in any movie, I'm just like, fuck, I wish this guy made more movies. Yeah, but he's old. He's just such, a, such an amazing actor. He's just one of these actors that can just do so much with just a look. Yes. You know? And like, you know, just crack you up, make you cry, make you make you hate him, and then make you love him again, like five minutes later. There's been a lot of podcasts I've been listening to that independently, like all over the world, referencing High Spirits recently, and I actually want to see it again. <laughs> high Spirits, holy shit. <laughs> One of the most Irish movies ever made. Oh God. Everyone, even Peter O'Toole just disgraces himself. <laughs> and Steve Gutenberg. God, I haven't, heard, I, I haven't heard the title of that movie said out loud in years. <laughs> Never ever thought that I would. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just uh, getting into some news. The uh, did you read about the, the casting of the new A Team movie? No. Liam Neeson is officially cast as uh, Hannibal. Hannibal. Yep. You're shitting me. Liam Neeson. When does this come out? Mr. Fucking Taken himself. And he totally um, got it because of that role. Definitely. Definitely. Hannibal's gonna fuck shit up. No, I, I don't. I don't think it was Rob Roy. You know, I don't think it was Rob Roy. I, I doubt it was Darkman. Yeah. Darkman. Maybe, maybe it was his... Or Darkman. Uh, was it Darkman 3? Die, die, Darkman, die. No, or actually, Nathan, actually, actually, really, the movie that he owes this role to is his role in, Ex in Excalibur. <laughs> if he had not done Excalibur, he would not be the new Hannibal. And um, Bradley Cooper has been cast, officially cast. Yeah, I remember hearing about him saying that he was in talks, and he said, no, I'm not in talks, but he was in talks, and now it turns out he's, he's actually cast. Yeah. So he's face. He's face. And that's Bradley Cooper, is the guy from Midnight Meat Train, right? Uh-huh. Cool. And uh, the, the current number one uh, on the U.S. box office, The Hangover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the lead in that. Because remember, his name was being tossed around for... Green Lantern uh, as well. For Green Lantern as well. For some strange reason, the more I think about a Green Lantern movie, the more I don't want it to happen. <laughs> the more I think about it, it just sounds like something totally stupid. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I don't. No, it's like when you read it, it's a space couple of rings. How can you make this work? <laughs> you know, and I'm a Green Lantern fan. I like the comic, <laughs> so that's saying something. You know, it's like when you look at something and go, "This really, this really will suck if you make it into a movie." But those are the good casting they've done for Eighteen. But they're the easier ones to cast. I know. Adding Matt Murdock, you just get some crazy zany actor. It'll probably Jack Black. Um, no, but no, the my, hard part is going to be podcasting B.A. Baracus. Some people are saying it's going to be common, which really... Uh, no, 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 please don't. Yeah. Please don't. No, no, Get Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Have you seen Street Kings? No. Uh, he's this fucking... I don't know. He looks like a mean motherfucker. <laughs> you know? And, but the thing is, one of those things where you can still get Mr. T. Yeah, Mr. yeah. T Mr. Looks, T has an age. He has an age. He still he looks still exactly, pity, And he still pities the fool. He still pities the fool. <laughs> He's still going out there telling other people how to live. But he's just like that, you know what I mean? B.A. Baracus is Mr. T. He does have all that gold. He does wear Converse with the, with the uh, combat tucked in. That is him. That's him. That's it's him. like, that's how, do you cast, how do you recast that that's role? That's his office clothes. Those are his jammies. That's what he wears. Yeah. My vote is for uh, uh, Sam Rockwell as Murdoch. There <laughs> you go. After watching The Green Mile, I'm like, uh, what, somewhat psychotic? Sam Rockwell. Absolutely. But um, this is something that kind of scares me. Because uh, the studio hype for this movie version, what they're saying yeah. is that the A-Team is not going to be campy like the show. 
but is aiming more for a feel like the Mission Impossible and Ocean's Eleven movies, mm. which are kind of campy yeah. in some <laughs> strange way or another, you know? Not really. There's a, there's a realistic sheen a little bit to them, apart from uh, Don Cheadle's accent. Well, it's being directed by Joe Carnahan, who directed Narc, which was amazing, yeah. and Smoking Aces, which was okay. I haven't seen that yet. Actually. It was all right. I mean, stylistically, it was pretty interesting, but like substance-wise, it was like how was the pivot? Had all pivots. Uh, always good fun. Always good. Always good fun. But yeah, I mean, like I think with these '80s things, I mean, Charlie's Angels, Starsky and Hutch, '70s '80s, Starsky and Hutch. Those were that was they were the way to yeah. do it. Just actually, it's not a spoof, but it's a funny, gleeful homage. Come back to Smoking Aces just briefly. It is worth seeing because it is the movie where the future Captain James Kirk, Chris Pine, does shoot Ben Affleck and proceeds to dry hump him after he's <laughs> really yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and after he's dead. It's like go, go gets on top of him, starts riding him. It's like, yeah, you didn't know this was gonna happen to you, did you? Bet you didn't wake up this morning knowing you'd be dead. <laughs> This is the Boba Fett and Robot Chicken. It's Chris Pine, <laughs> pre-Star Trek, where they began. They didn't even mention Smoking Aces when they were talking about who Chris Pine was when he first got cast for Star Trek. Well, it's a small role. Huh. I mean, he's, uh, he, he doesn't have a whole it's lot a to do It's a big ensemble piece. Yeah, there. it's a huge ensemble piece. They got, they got all kinds of people in there. But uh, Joe Carnahan, not too sure because Narc was super realistic. Yeah. And Smoking Aces was very, was very, very different style. So be kind of hard to pinpoint what kind of style he would do with this. Yeah, how would it not go on Miami Vice vibe, which just kind of didn't... I want to know how they're going to handle the black van with the red fucking... You know, I had that van. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 I had that van. Fucking cool van. Such a cool van, but, you know, hard to translate to today. That still works. Huh? It still works. Dude, it looks so low rent now. You can open the fucking minivan. <laughs> the world's top commandos, and they ride around in a black SUV. minivan. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we start driving around a Prius or something. Uh, did you see the photos of uh, Mickey Rourke's whiplash? Yes, I did. What I do you did. think? Um, I don't know. It's different. I mean, it's I mean, different. It's not what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be another. For those of you who haven't seen it, it's Mickey Rourke, and he's at like a track or something. Yeah. And he's got this kind of harness. It's not really a suit. It's a harness, but it does look like it has a mini arc reactor, just like. And he's uh, still got his prison arc. pants on. Yeah, has he? I didn't see that bit. Well, of I mean, the the picture that I saw went a bit lower, so you saw some the color of his pants. And you can see the handles like of his whips. But are the whips electrified or? Dude, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> but he's got a weird look. He's got these like streaks in his hair and shit. But I don't know. I don't know. It's like um, just like. Looking at it off the top of my head, I don't like it. Yeah. My me, my first reaction to it was like, that looks cheap. Yeah. You know, that looks pretty fucking lame. But I'm going to reserve judgment. I think that, I hope they know what they're doing. Yeah, because I mean, they, they got a lot of goodwill from the first movie. Because uh, we don't know, because I, I don't, you don't know the context in which that picture was taken. We yeah. don't know if it's in the middle of a shot or if he's, is he just chilling. You know, we don't, we don't know. And those people in the background, we don't know if they're gonna, actually going to be in the finished shot because they look pretty low rent too. Just like, <laughs> hey, what the fuck, dude? You shooting here? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I saw the pictures. First Iron Man two picture I've seen that I don't like really. Yeah. And that was and, and that kind of bummed me out because I was looking forward to seeing Mickey Rourke especially to see how he would look. Yeah, I think some of these things we're gonna have to keep an eye on. not not keep an eye on just like let yeah. someone wash over us. I mean, this yeah, publicity yeah. thing is just ridiculous these days. We just got loads and loads. And yeah, loads just gonna like you know it. take it for what it is. I personally I I you know yeah. So I'm, I'm sure it'll look, it'll look still better than the Avatar fucking set leaks. <laughs> The Avatar set and the Avatar set leaks are not bad. They're just like nothing. Wait, which Avatar movie? The, the, the Avatar. James Cameron's James Avatar. Cameron's Avatar. Okay. The, the photos of that. The Avatar. The M Night Shyamalan. Ding Dong. Yeah. The, the Last Airbender. <laughs> Everything about that sounds gay. Have you seen the show? I'm the Last Airbender. Have you seen the show? Huh? It's actually quite. Cool. No, no, I'm not talking about. I mean, the title. Yeah, no, the title's terrible. No, no, no I've, I've seen some of the cartoon. And the guy from. It's uh, cool, but the it's guy a cartoon. From what you call it? 
Uh, who wants to, not who wants to be a millionaire? Banks. No? Slumdog millionaire. Slumdog millionaire. <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire to bank to Slumdog millionaire? He's gonna go with Bangkok Dangerous Millionaire. No I'll way. take I'll take bank for a forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> but he's in it. Yes, he's in it mm. as um, the the the, the, the evil prince. Yeah, he looks cool. The photos of him look cool. The photos of uh, of Ang look pretty cool too. I couldn't really make out the arrow on his head though. It's like, oh, you really? Huh? I didn't see the arrow. He has an arrow on his head. He was supposed to have a big fucking arrow on his head. Maybe he's the kind of like thing over his head, doesn't he? Does he? There's some marking on his head in the cartoon. But but I thought the little kid playing Ang looks looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. You know, he's he's in that whole position. I don't know how that movie's gonna turn out because uh, in an interview, M. Night Shyamalan actually, in the same sentence of talking about this new movie, brought up the happening in a positive way. Mm. And I was just like, dude, you're way too in love with your own fucking the material yeah, yeah, to, fuck to, to know, you know, to know how whether or not you're actually doing a good movie. That's yeah. why it's like, ugh. And yeah. this guy's, and M. Night Shyamalan's a weird choice for this type of movie. Yeah, very, yeah, well, he, he, needs a different, he needs to change because he can't just keep doing those movies that he's doing. Because what the world needs now is a European film paced um, martial arts movie. Yeah. There you go. Uh, have, hmm? While you're away, there was the whole thing. We discussed last time on the podcast about uh, Ridley Scott producing New Alien. Uh-huh. It came out while you were away that Fox are kind of like, it seems that Fox are kind of insisting that Ridley direct it. Yeah, I, uh, I read about that. So, is he gonna? I don't know, it, it, it's still at the point where it's just rumour and happenstance to say that we want, no, we want Ridley to do it, so... It's interesting, I mean, if he did it, it would be cool. I mean, I haven't seen the other guy's stuff, but it would be cool if Ridley Scott did it. But he's a lot on the moment, he's got Robin Hood, he's got fucking... The, but God, you've got to be really bored to want to fucking remake that. You know, it's like, why would you set yourself up to be shot? Yeah. In such a way. And work with Fox. And work with Fox. <laughs> you know what? Fox has done some pretty decent movies. They did Star Wars, although they had nothing to do with that. Yeah. You know? Uh, okay, they did Moulin Rouge, so you can't say at the very least that they don't have balls. Mm-hmm. L- love that movie, I hate that movie. It took balls to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I admit that, but just recently they made a lot of dunderheaded decisions. That's true. <clears throat> have you heard about who's directing Conan? I saw something on this morning. Marcus Nispel. Who the fuck is Marcus Nispel? Marcus Nispel is the remake king. He directed the recent Friday the 13th movie. And he directed the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ugh. So he's directing Conan now. And he's directing Conan. It's gonna be a fucking disaster. (laughs) They they, they got rid of- The one person you like less than Brett Ratner. (laughs) I would see a Brett Ratner movie before I see a Marcus (laughs) Nispel So, you know, someone up there obviously hates me. Yeah. They get rid of Brett Ratner. For a minute, it's like they're going to replace it with James McTeague. And I was like, not great, but you know what? Better. Better. And now it's like Marcus Nispel, Friday the 13th. Why are you doing that? I do. Because <laughs> that's just, you know, that's how this guy's name affects Did he do it to Texas Chainsaw Massacre as well? Hmm? Yes, he did. Yeah, he did yeah, the yeah. Uh, the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Friday the 13th. He didn't do um, the, the, uh, the prequel, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre prequel. Yeah. He was originally actually supposed to direct *End of Days*, that really? uh, that old Arnold movie, and uh, didn't didn't uh, didn't happen because Where of the creative differences. Arnold beats up the old lady. Yeah, that's right. Which is and the devil and the devil. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the <laughs> and it's going to be written by Thomas Dean Donnelly yeah. and Joshua Oppenheimer, who have both written the amazing masterpieces *Sahara* mm. and *A Sound of Thunder*. Have you seen it, Sandler? I haven't. I saw the trailer, and that was all I needed to see. It's all right. It's God. You must really. It's like it's Edward Burns fighting dinosaurs. No, he starts off with dinosaurs, then he starts fighting funky eight, eight people. 
It's retarded. <laughs> That's what I mean. Do you want a retarded person writing Conan? <laughs> yes! Just because Conan... Man hit him with sword, man hit snake with sword, man hit other man with sword. Just because Conan has no discernible arc, that does not mean <laughs> that he should be written by retards. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, yeah, my, my ex... My, my expectations, expectations are considerably lowered. My expectations are considerably lower and higher at the same time because now I really want to see what kind of piece of shit they come up with. Because you <laughs> it's know, it's movie. You know, th because these people, the people behind this, what is it? The wh wh whoever's the the producers of the uh, the, the the producer of this movie, they have obviously have no taste in directors. Yeah. Because even when Brett Ratner was on, they were like, when when they when they lost him, they were like, we really wanted to make it with him. Oh, oh, X Men Three. God, Rush Hour Two, man. <laughs> It's almost as good as Money Talks. <laughs> Todd McFarlane's obviously been munching on the happy pills. He's talking about he wants to get Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio in Spawn. In Spawn. Not as Spawn. Not as Spawn. As yeah. the guy chasing Spawn. Yeah, I mean... So it's like, what the fuck? The way he's talking about it, though, it could be a kind of a cool movie where Spawn's not in it at all, by the looks of things. It's basically, you know, spooky shit happening and like Spawn is always just off camera or, you know, just leaving the scene as the this guy walks in. So that would be a cool way and they got like, you know, if I had a seven kind of look around it, it could be very cool. But it's still a stop in front of him. So it's like, it's racial, man. It's racial because Spawn's black. So they're just trying to edge out the black man. Yeah, yeah, this kind of situation. It's, I like the movie. Can you cut out a black guy? That's so ridiculous. It's like, you know, the, you know one of the few comic book, uh, you know, comic book characters you know, comic book heroes that, that actually is black, yeah. make a movie about him. Let's get Leonardo DiCaprio, and uh, we don't really need to see Spawn all that much. Look yeah. Denzel Washington. I'm sure that's exactly why a Spawn fan would want to go see a Spawn movie, so to they not can't be, see so Spawn. you can not see Spawn in it. It's like Batman where he goes Todd on Todd Farland, Jesus. I used to read your shit, man. <laughs> I used to read your shit. Even when you were actually an artist and you decided you were a writer, I still read it. And no, dude, you are an artist. <laughs> Well, anyway, I would love to see a new Spawn movie, actually. Yeah, I mean, a really just, nice... As long as they did it better than the old one, for fuck's sake. No, the old one, you know, like, you can't cut off Spawn's balls. You can't... Spawn, it's PG-13, you can't do that. No. You piece of shit. John Leguizamo as clown, what the fuck? He's alright. I was more worried about Martin Sheen as Twist the, or the president or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. When, when you look at the clown, when you look at the clown in, in the comic, the first thing that pops into your head is... John Leguizamo. ...is, is uh, Latina. <laughs> Latino. This guy's Latino. No! <laughs> you don't think... <laughs> oh, God. Uh, here's some interesting stuff. Uh, have you heard about all these uh, fucking directors coming in for the new heavy metal movie? Yeah! Who yeah. we, we got? Was it James Cameron was mentioned for part of one? Yep. And um, First, It was David Fincher who's been attached for quite some time. Yeah. Um, but now um, Kevin Eastman recently revealed that uh, James Cameron is uh, now slated to be come on as co-producer -produ and uh -huh. he's also going to direct the second. But they're looking at a lot of directors. I know. Zack Snyder is doing one. Yeah. Um, uh, Gore Verbinski is doing one and uh, Mark Osborne. Who's Mark Osborne? Kung Fu Panda. Ah. He's directing a comedy segment with uh, Jack Black. Cool. Um, Kevin Eastman ve uh, very casually name-dropped uh, Tenacious D. So it's like, oh, it'd be interesting to see. Get some metal and heavy metal. <laughs> um, but uh, Kevin Eastman has also said that there are three other directors that have verbally agreed, but they haven't signed them yet, but he says that they are all equally jaw-dropping. Cool. How long have they been? Are going to do a long, very long movie, or are they just going to have snort I, snippets for these I guys? don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, this it's a pretty decent budget. I mean, it's a, it's a $50 million production, uh, but it's at the, at the moment, it's difficult. I have, there's no sort of a fixed release date. It's already like behind behind schedule. I mean, this thing has been 
it's been rolling for years. It's been yeah, going, like it's been wor- the rumors about all, who's been involved and what have you has been going on for ages. In uh, enough LeBeouf news, uh, it's been said that he's not going to be in Why the Last Man. Thank yeah. Christ, because there's enough LeBeouf. Yeah, we don't need him in that movie. Yeah, he's saying he's just like, it's too much like his Transformers character, and that's right, and it's good. It is. Just do something else, for fuck's sake. Do something else, man. But doesn't he have that John Grisham thing coming up? Is there another one? Yes, he does. <laughs> he should have something going on. Yeah. <laughs> he's Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, exactly. He's in every, he's in every fucking movie released. Yeah. It's in his contract. If I am in this movie, then you have to put me in the next ten movies that are out in the same month. Because I am Shia LaBeouf. And I'll buff that up a nice shine. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some clips, I saw a clip this morning actually of uh, the new Transformers movie with Megan Fox fighting this little scrap droid. Uh, yeah. But he's a little Decepticon. Yeah, I think yeah. he's an RC remote control car. Uh, how does it look? It looks cool, but he looks a little bit like the, the what's called it, the Ghetto Blaster from the, sec- from the first one. Right. A little bit like Frenzy, but like a bit more on him. He's got wheels and shit like that. But a lot of, kind of overrates the comedy pudding. You know, he stands in mouse traps and he's trying to get this shit and she's ca- catching him and being up. But he talks, the Decepticons talk in English this time, apparently. Oh, yeah? Which I hadn't heard at all because in the last one it was all. Yeah. And in this one he's got like, for some reason he's got a New Jersey accent. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm just a little scrap toy. What are you doing? So it's fucking, that's odd. Hopefully, the, the amount of number of robots they have in this movie and the thing they've talked about, the twins, they're like, there's yeah, two, yeah, yeah, two yeah. Autobots that turn into an ice cream, ice cream truck. Something ridiculous. And they're like, supposed to be just basically fucking kids. Yeah, yeah, and they're idiots. Idiots. And I was like, I'm worrying a little bit that they're wandering into Batman and Robin campy fucking stupid territory. Uh, well, we w- have to wait and see. I don't know. I, I, I haven't been watching any of the new Transformers 2 clips. I don't want to. Yeah. I th- I've seen enough. It's I've close enough it. now. Yeah, though. I've seen just enough to be able to like, okay, I don't want to know. You've got to catch that. It's uh, coming out next week. No, the week after. Week after. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty exciting. Um, have you heard about? Um, there was this whole thing going on about who was gonna direct the new uh, Predator reboot. Yeah. That uh, Robert Rodriguez is uh, producing. And no longer directing. So yeah, they're talking about uh, Neil Marshall, weren't they? They were talking about Neil Marshall, and there was a uh, like quite. I think quite a few sites like reported that he was pretty close to signing. Yeah. And then I think it was just this morning on Anical News, Harry Knowles came on saying that that's not the case. All right. Is that um, right now, Robert Rodriguez cool. has a wish list of people. Neil Marshall's name is indeed on that wish list. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't it's feel as her. so differently about him as he does about everyone else on that list. Yeah. So I think it looks like now the deciding factor is um, is that um, Neil Marshall is going to show. Robert Robert Rodriguez a cut of his new movie Centurion. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And sort of just to show like this is this is what else I'm doing. Yeah. Because uh-huh. actually watch rewatched Dog Soldiers during the week and that was a fucking awesome movie. Just yeah. it, it just and he, he nails the squaddies, they're just fucking they're down and shit like yeah. that. And that'd be cool for Predator as well. I mean even the squaddies from both the Dog Soldiers fighting yeah. against Predators would be cool. Well, the kid, right? One thing Rodriguez uh, does confirm is that Neil Marshall does, you know, indeed he's fucking desperate for the job. He really, really wants it. It's like begging him. Yeah. Have you seen Doomsday? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't seen it either. We've seen Descent. It. No, I haven't Descent seen Descent. Descent is awesome. I've heard it's really good. I haven't. <laughs> it's there. a really, really good horror movie. I mean, I would, uh, yeah, I mean, I would be totally up for a Neil Marshall, Neil, Neil Marshall Predator. Would not mind at all. But, but then again, I don't know who else is on this wish list. Yeah. You know, I could be passing up James Cameron. Fucking, can you, wouldn't that be funny if Robert, if Robert Rodriguez calls up James Cameron? Yeah, you're on my wish list of directors. For Predator 3. <laughs> Will you do it? I like what you did with that little movie. What was it called? Oh yeah, Aliens. I like what you did with that you know, And like, Aliens. personally, I thought that your work in Piranha 2, uh, the spawning, was 
was uh, revolutionary, James. Like, <laughs> you're a real, you're a real comer. Yeah, you hit it on low parts of that Titanic movie, but yeah, I think coming back now. I think oh, it's time for a comeback. Yeah, I think I, yeah, yeah. You got to stop making movies about boats, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ship. It's a fucking boat to me. Ryan Reynolds was going on a little bit about um, Deadpool Dead. movie. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's doing the John Favreau thing. He's telling everyone that look, you got nothing to worry about. Yeah, because I'm a fan. I'm gonna make sure they didn't fuck it up. But they haven't really started anything. Is it pre-production or? It's uh well, uh, this is this is Wolverine is making crazy money for a movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is just ridiculous. He's making quite a lot of money. But this is a little quote from him, saying that uh, quote, "I get to be the authentication police in a weird way." (laughs) Grinned Reynolds, who will show his versatility. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. uh, Versatility. To their credit, the studio's credit, they want to make an authentic Deadpool movie. Didn't Hugh Jackman say something similar about Wolverine? They want to make it as close to the source material as possible. With that in mind, he's going to be the merc with the mouth. We're all, uh, we're going to give all those answers that everyone wants. He's going to have the scarred up face, he's going to be in the suit, and it's going to be awesome. In the suit? Yeah. Well, that's going to be a hard sell. Well, I mean, like it's uh, a cool suit. It's a comic book. As long as he breaks the fourth wall, yes, I'm all for it. Is he keeps talking to the audience? Because this, awesome. this guy is a comic book character. For those of you who don't know uh, the, the character of Deadpool, he's a comic book character that is fully aware of the fact that he's a fictional comic book character, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he talks to his readers and shit. It's completely fun. fucked up. It's, it's comedy, really, most of the time. It is. It is. So just imagine, like you know, like and Ryan Reynolds actually is perfect casting for that. He, he has that whole wise-ass... Yeah, he pulled it off nicely in the actual movie. The, the wise-ass delivery. For, for wise-ass delivery, he is really, really good. And it was amazing that he got so little time in Wolverine. That surprised me to see that. I thought he had a much bigger role. It's like, he's barely in it. Yeah, it's just the beginning and the end, right? Yeah, that's it. I did see actually online as well the, the other ending. The ending in Malaysia was the ending with uh, post-credit sequence. Yeah, that was the one in Malaysia was Japan, right? Yeah, it was Japan. Whereas I did, I saw online the other one, the, the Deadpool ending. The Deadpool ending. I didn't see that. Was it good? I heard that it was like Ryan Reynolds comes and looks at him and says, oh, "Who the fuck are you?" But it's actually is like he's scrabbling and getting his head back. All oh, right. <laughs> uh, other good news: uh, Futurama has gotten more series coming. Twenty-six episodes in two thousand ten. Because mm-hmm. uh, Futurama was one of these shows that was great. I really loved it. I never, I never really got into future. Did you not? No, oh, it's great. Good just, news, everybody. Come, your destiny awaits. It's fantastic, just for Zoidberg, the fucking squid guy. You know him? I like Bender. Bender, yeah, everyone loves that. <laughs> but I mean, they fucked up Fox, fucked up, like Fox, fucked up on this again because I think it was due to sports games and shit like this. They had enough episodes left over after the last series. Mm-hmm. They had a whole, like, over the course of the entire run of the show, they built up enough back episodes to do a full season without the new shows. So they just said, hey guys, we don't need a season. Right. So it's like, well, we can't just keep, we can't keep an army of slaves in Korea, fed them bread and water for like six months while you make up your mind where you want to have a new one. So they got the deal back to do um, these mini movies they did, which were okay, but they were also, they were a bit compromised because it was like a movie, mm-hmm. but, and released on DVD, but they were also shown on like Comedy Central or something like that as episodes, mm-hmm. which kind of, you know, the beats were all wrong. Because it wasn't, they weren't episodes with like a little gap, and they weren't movies either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was one overarching story, but it was kind of stunted a little bit. Right. So now they got new twenty six episodes. It's going to be on a Cartoon Network. So I mean, I love it. It's a great show. I think it's fantastic. Cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll have to give it another go. Definitely go. Have you uh, 
this uh, some just some quick updates on the Hobbit. Oh yeah, because we haven't talked about anything Hobbit related in quite some time. Oh yeah, well that's hard. I haven't heard he's doing any new jobs yet. So he actually must be working on the seven hundred things he has to do at the moment. Well, this is pretty uh, pretty good news. And I mean, cranking I mean, out his book. Uh huh. This is uh, good news. Not entirely unexpected, but just nice to know that it's finally official. Uh, Andy Serkis, Ian McKellen, and Hugo Weaving are all reprising their roles. Excellent. Um, I had heard about Hugo Weaving, but I didn't hear about the other guys. Yeah, yeah, me, me too. I heard about Andy Serkis, but um, I uh, hadn't. Yeah, it was nice to know that Hugo Weaving is going to be back. Gollum's only got a very, sh very small section of the movie, right? Mm -hmm. They were going to. I think I saw I read something about them thinking they originally were going to do three movies, mm -hmm. like dude. Split the story in two and do a bridge movie, what they're calling it. But now it's back down to two. <laughs> that would have been too much, man. Yeah, the Hobbit, the three Hobbit. movies, for God's sake. It's a long time since I read that, I know. But uh, something that I thought was worth uh, mentioning is that this is uh, Del Toro was going on about Smog the Dragon. Yeah. Del Toro revealed that um, after eight whole months of design work... Andy Serkis is playing the dragon. No, they have, they have only just, I quote, cracked the basic engineering, end quote. Oh. It is anticipated that another six or seven months of application will be needed before the great flying, fire-breathing gold smuggler will be in any kind of presentable form. But it's like wet digital, right? Yeah. They actually just make these things. They don't actually, you know, they don't like design the computer. If they need something, they actually build the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. seen the behind the scenes that on the Lord of the, I think it's the first Lord of the Rings, the really boring guy? Mm -hmm. You know the guy that, um, what we did here was we took the Asian uh, elves and we put little bits of text on the arrows. Like Richard Taylor. Did. Richard Taylor, yeah. yeah. He's one of the most boring men alive when he talks. He's talking about interesting stuff, but I his know. tone of delivery is atrocious. And what, and what we did here was that we just built it and, and the rest of the men got together and everyone did a fantastic job. Um, one of the guys lost um, his fingerprints because he was making the chain mail by hand. This is the lowest, lowest big budget movie we've, we've ever worked on actually. <laughs> <laughs> Are you asleep yet? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought that was uh, uh, worth saying about the whole I'm really looking forward to this. I'm not really thinking too much about it. When is it coming out? 2011? 2011, 2012 maybe. I mean, 2011? I mean, long Jesus, it's a long fucking time. You know? yeah. I mean, it's like uh, the cutoff point now for like when people start hyping up movies is getting ridiculous. Ridiculous, I know. But it keeps us busy. It's like coming soon to cinemas in 2015. Do you, you get the Empire 20th anniversary version? Mm. You didn't get it yet? No. You got oh, it? Right. Yeah, I got it. They have some nice photos of uh, Peter Jackson, the incredible shrinking man. And in it, and Spielberg just laughing around the set and having like they do the motion capture and they have like Billy Elliot and Andy Circus and they have, uh, the, they have these basically in wetsuits that says like you know Captain Haddock, yeah, yeah, Andy, yeah. and stuff like that. It has some cool photos in it. And there's a big long article out on Reddit about it, about Tintin. So cool. No, that is going to be awesome. Yeah. What I'm hoping for is that it just looks like the comic. Yeah. Oh, I'm hoping comic in motion. I mean, that'll just be sweet. <laughs> it doesn't see how they go with the 3D and non-3D thing. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, because I mean, if they if they keep it the flat, if they keep it the flat animation, if they do the computer generated flat animation, it could look awesome. But again, three D would work as well. Is it going to be one? Is it going to be a three D release like a, a goggles release? I think so. I think yeah. so. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I. Every fucking. It would. Movie. It would seem weird if it wasn't. Yeah, every fucking movie that's coming out now is in fucking three D. Everything. They're moving. I think uh, Katzenberg has been talking about a lot. A lot of, a lot of other. Avatar's three D, right? Yeah. A lot of movies, a lot of uh, reviewers are talking to giving out about the fact that it's just kind of to combat piracy. Because mm -hmm. it's like if you're caught off the cinema, it's useless. Be glass yeah, and that's shit. true. That's true. But um, yeah, we didn't actually. That was one thing in the UK. I've heard they had to pay extra mm -hmm. for the uh, 3D movies. I don't think we had to pay extra to see Monsters vs. Aliens in 3D. And they didn't. There wasn't an actual. Didn't where seem to be charged. Where'd you see it? Though? Uh, I saw it here in the pavilion. 
It wasn't just normal theater. It wasn't like gold class or anything. No, just normal theater. Small oh, okay. theater actually. Okay. And they just had guys at the front giving out the death, giving out the glasses, and then guys at the back collecting them. I don't know. I I was never that into 3D. I mean, even as a kid, it's a gimmick. Yeah, I mean, even as a kid, it's like oh, so. Mm. I've heard about Carlene. I think I think Carlene's still not out here yet. Um, that really doesn't benefit from it at all. Really? I've heard it's actually better without the 3D. It's less distracting. It's better when it's not in 3D. Yeah, it's actually the, the non. It's, it's a good enough movie. I've heard everything about it. It's good. The Empire. Like, the Empire was. I think no. I think it was the Total Film Review actually said the exact opposite. Yeah, said, really? Go see it in 3D. Really? Yeah. yeah. Because all the trailers when we went to see it, they had up tra- when we went to see Monster vs. Ends, all the trailers were in 3D. It's like put your glasses on now. Different strokes from yeah. different folks. Hmm. <laughs> any more news? I'm done. I haven't seen any trailers because I've been working. I've <laughs> <laughs> been traveling. I've been traveling. Well, some other news is like uh, Robert Rodriguez working on the Jetsons. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's looking for next year. When's he gonna find the time to do this? I don't know. It's ridiculous. He's got the Sin City sequel, Predators reboot, Grindhouse direct TV spin-off, Machete. Didn't know that was direct TV. Is it gonna be direct TV? It says here DTV. Oh. So uh, sci-fi feature, Nerve Crackers, which is next for him. Yeah, it'd be weird to release Machete theatrically, actually. Yeah. yeah. Think about That'd be cool. Though. Be a better like HBO movie or something. Well, no, they should just do like a straight to DVD, made for DVD movie. That's what we were. I mean, I mean, DTV, they probably mean the direct video could be direct to DVD. They mean, you know, then it would be really in the spirit of the Grindhouse cinema. Exactly. Other well, thing as well. Do you remember Heathcliff? Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one should. Yes. <laughs> Terrorize the, uh, the neighborhood. Slightly more annoying uh, Garfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, he's got his own movie coming up as well. Yeah, yeah. I read about this shit. Yeah. Fuck. I, I, I completely, you know, it's one of those things the you world forget is about. truly running out of ideas yeah. that we're going to Heathcliff. It's like, it's one of those things that, you know, never really crosses your mind. You're like, hey, that looks familiar. <laughs> God. Ugh. I don't know, what else is it? We got the talk about um, maybe Craven the Hunter for Spider Man 4. I haven't been reading anything on Spider Man 4. Is that, is that what they're saying? Craven? That's, yeah, they're saying, and then Dunst is involved. Get okay. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I did actually with okay. get George Clooney. George Clooney. Get George Clooney for Craven. He has the tash. He, yeah, he's got the whole demeanor, like the hair, and yeah, he's the right age. Get pumped. Fucking Jeffrey Dean Morgan, fucking brilliant, actually. Classic. <laughs> I did catch some trailers. Um, I saw this trailer for Shutter Island, which is a Scorsese movie I'm interested in because it looks like a good movie, not because it's Scorsese joint. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually looks quite cool. Leonardo DiCaprio and mm-hmm. this Mark Ruffalo go to this island, mm-hmm. and there's an inmate's escape. They're trying to find them, but it looks like it fucks with the protagonist's heads as well. Like it's a lot of who is Prisoner 67. There's only 66. There's only 66 inmates at the uh, mental institution. So their FBI agent sent to this hospital to look for the missing person, and it's an island in the middle of fucking nowhere. And there's no the water's freezing. There's no way she can swim anywhere, and they can't find him. Right. So DiCaprio's to have a look around and stuff like that but it seems he uncovers unravels mysteries and things going on in the place but really good cast Ben Kingsley is in it mm-hmm. Max von Sydow is in it mm-hmm. uh, Michelle, Gabriel, Michelle Williams Michelle Williams the trailer looks actually it's a trailer it looks interesting to me and I mean a lot of I don't think I've ever seen a Scorsese trailer and gone oh I must go to see this movie not knowing it's Martin Scorsese mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. Scorsese movies you expect a certain thing whereas this actually looks like a good movie cool no no I, um, I, I want to check this out it does sound really interesting I uh, also saw a trailer for The Crypt, look, which looks shit. The uh, what? The Crypt. The Crypt? It's some, it looked like it just got on iTunes, or got on the Apple trailers page by Fluke. It looked like a really crap horror movie where they're all, robbers breaking into a vault, uh, a crypt to steal shit, and then the, the baddies come back. But they look terrible. It's right. not dragging me to hell. It's right. not, it's just bad. New trailer for The Road. Uh-huh. What's puzzling me more and more about this movie is, 
when they're on the road, mm -hmm. it's uh, Viggo Mortensen, the kid. Yeah. But there's all these scenes of Charlie Sheen. I know, I know. Says, oh. I know. I've seen the trailer too. I'm like, okay. I'm wondering, I'm beginning to wonder, is she like a psychological manifestation of his mind? I think it, it might be like, you know, just flashbacks or maybe conversations he has in his mind, yeah. something, something like that. I don't know. Um, still, they're still showing, this is the second trailer now, they're still showing um, what's happened to the world, which yeah. apparently is not in the movie at all. They actually no, made no, some shots yeah. just for the trailer to show that the world's fucked, but not really. They're not, that's not explaining the movie at all, right? It's just something bad has happened, the world's gonna shit, that's all you need to know. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, watching the trailer, I, I'm not entirely sure how they're gonna go about it. But uh, it should be. I'm expecting it to be good. It, I mean, it does look very well made. Yeah. You know, Vigo Mortensen is just, can do no solid, wrong right solid, now. Yeah. He can do. He's <laughs> ben Kiggs, he was in the trailer for Shooter Island, he's also in the trailer for 50 Dead Men Walking. Yeah, okay, I did see that trailer. Okay. That looks pretty good. That looks pretty good. It looks like a not sure if it's 70s or 80s kind of IRA thriller, uh, Supergrass basically. He's one who's like, he's turned, he's, he's reporting to the cops. Yeah. But Ben, after watching Ben Kingsley and Shutter Island, I watched the Shutter Island trailer and then I watched the 50 Dead Man Walking trailer. And I wasn't sure if it was him because he's wearing a desperate wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got hair in this one. Yeah. And Jim Sturgis is. Uh, from halfway across. Uh, from across the universe. Across the universe. And 21. And 21. 21. But it looks good, it looks interesting, uh, you know, a lot of kind of psychological tension. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I also saw the trailer for The Time Traveler's Wife, which is just like, oh god, this is gonna suck. Is it, I have no desire to see that. Yeah, I mean, it's chick lit writ large, you know, it's Eric Bana just keeps running into this girl as he's time traveling. No They've lost me at the title, The Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah. It sounds like the most boring movie ever made. Like he meets her as a kid. And Go see The Time Traveler's Wife. You'll lose fucking two hours of your life. It sounds like cock. Yeah, it looks like cock as well. It looks like it's fucking You've Got Mail. It looks like a Meg Ryan, a Meg Ryan Tom Hanks vehicle. Come see Chopper in You've Got Mail. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. It looks like it sucks. I mean, I just couldn't be bothered. Uh, I never got past the title. Yeah. But I hear it's. Uh, I hear the book is. Uh, I've heard the book is very. I've good. heard the book. I've heard the book is very good actually. Yeah. It's just. It's just the title. I can't get past the title. The Time Traveler's Wife. It. It literally does sound like the most boring film ever made. It's because of all the connections in your brain are thinking The Astronaut's Wife. The Astronaut's Wife. Is that the movie with Johnny Depp and Charlie yes. Stern? That movie was terrible. Exactly, that's the point. Yes, any movie that, uh, like, that ends with wife doesn't work. The Preacher's Wife? Was there a movie called The Preacher's Wife with Denzel yeah. Washington? Yeah, that movie sucked. Was it, was it, was it, was it um, Singer gets beaten up all the time? Whitney Houston? Yes. <laughs> 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 Cole got it. That's the one, you know. Uh, Whitney Houston may not get beat up all the time or have coke. Uh, I, I was a fan of her husband once upon a time. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually owned. You're big into new edition. I own no, like uh, Bobby Brown. I owned a copy of Humping Around. <laughs> you owned a copy, or was it your Bible? It was my autobio. <laughs> <laughs> You're keeping that for the title of your autobiography, yeah? Yeah. Humping around the Gavin Yap saga. Ah, one last bit of news as well, though, was. <laughs> Try humping around. The dreary, the dreary saga. Those of you who don't know, it was the, uh, the Comic Con for computer games was on while you were away as well, E3. Mm -hmm. And there was just a shit ton of Avatar yeah, shit yeah, splashed yeah. out on that. Yeah. There was the, they've shown the power loaders in full. They're calling them power loaders now at the moment, which is what they were called in right? Yep. So there's been a shitload of that stuff. The game is well, apparently can, will be in 3D as well. Well, I can work that loader. Yeah. I have a class two rating. Yeah. Where do you want it? Over this vines. 
look into my eye. Yeah, so the game. <laughs> so there was a lot of game stuff. It's very it's a prequel thing, but they have all the tech in it, so it's not going to cross over the movie, but it will be in 3D as well. Cool. But uh, Jim Cameron was there speaking about shit. I haven't watched the clip of him because apparently it gets quite dull. <laughs> it's 14 minutes long, the clip someone recorded from it. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of enthusing ridiculously about the movie. But not that's what I heard, that it was actually detail. quite dull. Yeah. He's actually quite boring. God. That's what, that's what happens when you're like, you know, spend half your life sitting in a sub with one other guy down the fucking Titanic. You run out of, you literally run out of things to talk about. I would imagine you do, and like, and, and he stayed there for a while. Yeah. It's like uh, the, the the movie after Titanic. He went one further, like actually the getting t- all underwater, thing. all underwater. Yeah. Like, don't talk to anyone. Yeah. So he's he's fucked in the head now. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, that much I will kick ass for. Although when I was what when I was, do you, you watch Entourage? Yeah. When he was supposed to be directing Aquaman. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch those episodes? I didn't see those ones. That's the yeah, second series. Yeah. He, or the end of the first series. He uh, directed Vincent Chase as Aquaman. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, I was like, fuck. If there's any director that can make Aquaman work, it'll probably be James Cameron. <laughs> I did see actually the one where they go to the, see the movie. Oh yeah. They sneak in and they're watching the movie and it has like, uh, it chases the guy with curly hair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has him like running, like running along running, the pier and he's tall off his clothes and there's a huge wave and then the projector breaks. But that looked awesome! That looked fucking cool! I was like, fucking Cameron! It's all the Abyss stock footage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to movie reviews. Do Spalding. Okay, Spalding. What's it called? <laughs> yes, I'm reviewing a uh, basketball. What's this? What's it called? <laughs> Dean 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 Spanley. Spanley. Dean Sp- Spalding. <laughs> Whatever. Wilson. <laughs> okay, uh, this is uh, won't be a very long review because um, if I talk too much about this movie, it just gives everything away. No oh, really. Um, it's a really really um, beautiful. Understated film. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's about uh, this this guy uh, Fisk, uh, played by Jeremy Northam, who every Thursday uh, takes his uh, fa- basically spends every Thursday with his old man, played by Peter O'Toole, mm-hmm. who is amazing in this movie. Peter O'Toole, everything he just every time he opens his mouth, you you know you just crack up. Yeah. Because his character is a bit of a prick. <laughs> it's set in the uh, Edwardian Edwardian uh, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they go to this, this, the son, Jeremy Northam's character, in order to try and break, break up the monotony of their uh, Thursday routines, decides to take his old man to go see this talk, listen to this talk on reincarnation mm-hmm. by this Indian guy, played by um, Art Malik. And the father pays no attention to it whatsoever, but they bump into two other guys. They bump into the, uh, the, the, the title character, uh, Dean Spanley. Um, Derek Spaulding. <laughs> Dean, Sp- Dean Spanley. <laughs> Played by Sam Sam O'Neill, Sam, right. Sam Neill, Sam Neill. <laughs> all these, <laughs> and they bump into this other guy, Jackie Haley, Jackie Haley, and they bump into this other guy, um, <laughs> Jackie Haley. Earl looks like he's in Shutter Island as well. Actually. He is in Shutter Island, yeah. Behind a cage, growling at people. Yep, and they bump into this guy, um, Rather, who's uh, played by Brian Brown. Uh huh. And Brian Brown's really funny in this movie as well. Brian Brown is like the, he's the Australian Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. And the, the Australian Sean Connery in the sense, these three actors, they can talk however they fucking want. They never have to have an accent, no yeah. matter what country they're in. Because they have Brian an Brown accent. is always Australian, Sean yeah. Connery is always Scottish, Michael Or Spanish. Caine, so. <laughs> I'm not Spanish, I'm Egyptian. I'm Egyptian. <laughs> I am a commander of a Russian submarine. <laughs> Certain things in here don't react too well to bullshit. <laughs> Um, so they bump into these two guys, and uh, immediately Peter O'Toole and Sam Neill's characters like don't like each other. Mm-hmm. 
just like there's this weird sort of thing like the side of him is like fuck you and then so Peter O'Toole's like okay let's go let's go to the club they go to the club they bump into the Dean Spanley again and he's drinking this uh, drink called Toke and um, for some strange reason Jeremy Northam just sort of, sort, sort, sort of uh, feels some kind of connection with this guy and becomes interested in getting to know him a bit better mm -hmm. and uses the, the toque uh, the, the, to um, sort of entice him to come and join their party, join just to have a drink with him alone. And it, se it turns out that when Sam Neill does uh, drink this, he sort of goes back to his previous life. Oh! <laughs> you see what I mean? It just takes this weird fucking <laughs> I was watching the movie for the first 15 minutes like, okay, getting distracted by the person next to me because I'm like, Billy Boyd's in a new movie? <laughs> you know, Pippin's in a new movie? Um, but uh, then it suddenly becomes this movie about something entirely different. And it becomes a little bit about reincarnation and sort of like, he, uh, Jeremy Northam becomes kind of obsessed with wanting to know more about this whole thing and his yeah. previous life and what it is. I won't tell you what, is, what it was, because these are all, it's all like, they're all these little things that make up the enjoyment of the film. Yeah. Um, it's not a movie that everyone will, will like, because it does take its time. Um, it's by no means laugh a minute or anything, but it is one of those movies that if you stick with it and if you keep an open mind, it's a really a movie that, that you'll, uh, that'll seduce you pretty hard. Cool. I mean, I've, it's been, I, I bawled at the end of this movie. It's been a while since I've seen anything that's fucking made, made me bawl. On, your, on an airplane. Yeah, <laughs> on an airplane. But it was one of those like solitary tear things, you know, it's like, and I trained it because uh, the, the person sitting next, closest to me was on my left, so I trained it so like the tear came out of the right eye. <laughs> I had that on airlines you watch a movie and it's like open throat surrounded by two fat guys keep it in keep it in uh, but and and so yeah and Brian Brown sort of um, acts as the middleman to help Jeremy Northam get his hands on on Toke yeah because it's not an easy drink to get and so that's how Brian Brown gets involved and Brian Brown's really funny because it's like when he's when Jeremy Northam sort of lets on why he needs all this drink Brian Brown is like you're not having any more unless I can join you. <laughs> this sounds too cool to miss. So, you know, Brian Brown's character is actually very, very fun. And, uh... He's a dealer. Yeah. But uh, it's really Peter O'Toole's show. It's a, it's a supporting character, but the one that really sort of, like, melts you is, is his I character. I think he was nominated for something for this, was he? I don't think so. He was nominated for something recently. I don't, think it, I don't think it was this. No? I don't think so. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's a really cool flick. It's solid. It's a very solid flick. I'm yeah. going to search it out. Sounds good. This week I went to see Monsters vs. Aliens in 3D. Uh huh. I was looking forward to this. We've talked about this a lot on the podcast. I just thought it was looking like a I can't wait to watch Transformers 2 in 3D. Yeah. Then I get Michael Bay's cock slap across my face. In 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, saying that for the benefit of a friend. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> It's a private email that I received. Uh, it's like it's our oh, yeah, we got no mail. It's, uh. our, it's our special signals. Oh, yeah. Um, if you have any, like, uh, criticisms or any questions, please email us at podcast at mcappenfries.com. Yes, please. <laughs> if you made it this far, you might as well write an email. Uh, so, Monsters vs. Aliens. Uh, Reese Witherspoon's in it. Uh, she's a blushing bride, and she's married. She's getting married to a complete other dickhead, and uh, she gets hit by a giant asteroid and turns into Ginormica. So, she gets... <laughs> thrown in with these other monster, or monsters, there's the uh, missing link, it's, I think it's Will Arnett. Will Arnett's the guy from The Rest of the Dawn, is he? Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you can spot his voice. Uh, Will Arnett, Seth Rogen of course, and Hugh Laurie is, Seth Rogen is uh, Bob, he's just a big blob. 
Um, Will Arnett is the missing link who's kind of half fish, half man. And then um, Hugh Laurie is Dr. Cockroach. Mm-hmm. To could crawl on walls and just laugh maniacally all the fucking time. He builds like a, a supercomputer out of pizza boxes and some batteries. Is it nice to hear Hugh Laurie doing comedy again? Yeah, and it is. It's not House Hugh Laurie. It's like uh, Hugh Laurie. You know, where he's just kind of like the real, the real Hugh Laurie. Yeah, and then the, the House Hugh Laurie. Laurie. He's just he's that's not Hugh Laurie. That's acting. That's him having a laugh. Yeah, that's him. Like, I can't believe how much you fuckers are paying me <laughs> to do this. <laughs> So they're all locked up and it's kind of depressing actually um, until uh, Galaxar, I think it's Rain Wilson I think is playing Galaxar. Uh-huh. He's this fucker, he wants what's in Genomicus. So, um, Rain Wilson? Radius, yeah. And he's like, he's got this, he's got four eyes and they just all operate completely independently. So he'd be talking with the front two and one of them would just boggle around for no reason or go weird and shit, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Uh, but he wants her, he wants the radiation that made her big and fucking comes to earth and destroys shit. And, oh, there's also Insectosaurus who's not played by anybody famous because all he says is, who's like this giant bug, but it's just really, really cute. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? He's a good guy. I thought he was actually, from all the trailers and stuff, I thought he was kind of going to be like neutral evil kind of thing and that like, you know, he doesn't, they usually like the Hulk he'll go on a rampage and you point him at something mm-hmm. but he's actually a lot better than that alright so the last next sends in these giant robots and they have to take it off they have to kill it and uh, they're working for um, Jack Bauer uh-huh. uh huh H.R. Monger H.R. Monger yeah H.R. Monger <laughs> W.W.R. Monger W.R. Monger yeah. he's, he's pretty cool he's got some good lines but he is really taking the piss like fucking you were talking putting on the Rambo straps later on and he's always got a parachute on for no reason who, the general? The general, yeah. Stephen Colbert is the president. He's pretty fucking cool. How's Kiefer Sutherland? He's good. I mean, he's, he's playing an older Jack Bauer, essentially. He's like, I want a Hail Mary, you know? I mean, he's got his kind of drawl going on. But it's cool. He's, he's quite cool. But the, the president's awesome. Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert is awesome. Like, he's going over and he's like, well, how about he's going over and presses this giant red button. And like, no! And he's like, what? And he's like, that's the one that fires all the nukes we have. It's like, where's the one for the coffee? And then it's this exact same button right beside him. He says, oh. Why did he design this? You did. Ah, right then. So, he's pretty good in it as well. Or can we move us to security condition brown? Because I need to change my pants. <laughs> so they got to battle this guy and there's a lot of and fun. And he's got the it. perfect voice. He's that. got, he's actually, and actually some of the 3D is interesting. The people look weird. It works for some, most of the guys uh-huh. and Ginormica herself is okay. And it works great for the uh, monsters. Yeah. It works great for the aliens. Everyone else looks like fucking mutants. All the women in this movie look like the communion-style aliens. Huge fucking eyes, <laughs> tiny mouths. Was, that was freaking me out more than anything else in this movie. Just any time there's normal people in it, mm-hmm. they just look weird. I felt the same way about the Ninja Turtle movie that came out yeah. okay, not too long ago. Like, the Ninja Turtles looked amazing. The Ninja Turtles looked more real than the humans. Mm. When the humans were there, it's like, yeah, it just looked weird. It's getting into the Uncali Valley. Yeah, they still haven't figured... Actually, in that regard, 2D is still the best way to animate. Yeah, there's no... Factor. (laughs) There's no Polar Express factor. Yeah. Which is just... It's like, ah! Village of the Damned! Have you ever seen the 30 Rock thing where they talk about, um... No one's made a good porn game because there's the Uncanny Valley and says... Tracy Morgan says, explain to me in Star Wars terms. And it's like, well, you've got R2-D2, looks something like a person. It's like really comfortable. Then you've got a C-3PO, a little bit more like a human, but it's okay. Then you've got, uh... What's the robot they mentioned? Mention some robot, it's like, ah, make it stop, make it stop. <laughs> Jesus. But it, 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 it has that, it's kind of odd, just that, that thing about it. But it is quite funny, you know, the, the, some of the, the monsters have some, all the best lines, obviously. Um, I thought Seth Rogen was really going to steal it, because all the trailers, he steals them. Mm-hmm. And because he is like this giant blob who's just stupid. 
he even get like you know it's like oh then when they're talking about if we get our freedom I can go back to my lab I can go back to you know South Beach and I can go back to my husband and he's like yeah and if we get out of this I'll be able to go back to Derek no that's ginormica you don't want to do that he's like oh right because he's actually part tomato he's part what tomato tomato okay he's actually come from a tomato they injected something into right <laughs> so he's just idiot he's like hey you know there's like you know he has no don't mind Bob he has no brain hey it turns out you don't need one and he goes <gasps> Like, suck in, forgot how to breathe. <laughs> Doesn't have any lungs, but that's not question in the movie. So everyone obviously had a great time making this, and there is a lot of nice little set pieces, but um, it's not groundbreaking. Or it's not, you know, it's not one, it, it's one, it was good to see, but it's not something that like, I'll be watching again and again. Right. It was quite good. The 3D aspects was a little interesting. They had at the start, they did the, 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 the 3D revolution, as I say, is coming. And they're trying to avoid doing the old school, ooh, shit comes out of the screen right at you. And when they do that, it's awesome. That's they, what 3D is all about. I know. And like they do the, the, the bang, banging ball, I think, is the, is the one thing that sticks in my head. A guy has a paddle with a ball and a string, and he's just banging it out at the screen. And that comes out, and people are flinching. It's like, whoa, <laughs> fucking hell. But that doesn't happen that much in it. There's not that. There's not enough lot of reaching or throwing or anything like that. It just seems a little wasted. Watchmen would have been cool in 3D. Yeah, Watchmen had a lot of like the slow motion. Like, that would have been fucking trippy. So get a head full of acid. What it is is that, like there's more depth to the movie, but it doesn't really add that much to it having that depth. And also anywhere once you have got the edge of the screen in your vision, it ruins that depth because anything. For example, there's a couple of shots of asteroid fields, and once an asteroid goes near the edge of it, half of it disappears, and that instantly breaks the 3D kind of effect. Right. You know what I mean? Because you've got a full 3D object, and you go, ooh, and it goes near the edge, and just slices off. So, that was quite weird. I also got a mild fucking brain tremor <laughs> while watching it. It was like this weird, it's like when you cross your eyes for too long, uh-huh. that kind of ache in the middle of your brain. That I just kicked in with me. You were fine though, weren't you? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like when you eat, like brain freeze. Yeah, a little bit like a brain freeze. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And we're just niggling because it's like it didn't go away. But the sister went with it to see it with her and she was fine with it. Um, didn't hear anyone else crying in pain. So I've heard a lot of people saying that the, apparently if you don't have 20-20 vision, you're fucked. From what I've heard, 3D just won't work. I've heard a lot of people saying that. It's been mentioned on a couple of uh, press things as well. So you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can wear the 3D glasses over your own glasses or over contacts or how that will fuck. Well, that's work. generally how I do with 3D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The glasses were cool, uh, not too uncomfortable. Uh, they're really fucking, they're like fucking huge, like 80s style, fucking big motherfucking chunky things, but you get used to it after a while. The trailers are cool actually, and going into this movie, seeing them all in 3D. Up looked quite cool as well. There's a bit more of the Reachy stuff in Up by the looks of things. Oh, so all the trailers were in 3D as well? All the trailers are Caroline, they had Up. I think that was all they had for the, there was maybe something else as well. But it looked, it was all good. But I mean, it's a good Saturday afternoon flick. You know, you go go go, chill out, have a laugh, because it is it, it's a lot. One problem, big problem with it is a lot of the best jokes are in the trailers and people pre publicity stuff. Right. There's not enough, a lot of very very cool jokes left over, unfortunately. So that was a bit disappointing. I was expecting a lot more barrel laughs than I actually got. Right. But um, apart from that, it's very good. I'd highly recommend go seeing it. And definitely, it, it's worth seeing it in 3D as well. I think it's worth just to check it out anyway, at least, and to, to get that bouncing ball effect and flinch. Right. Cool. I'll definitely check it out. And it turns out we left, unfortunately, but it looks like it is a movie where you wait after the credits. We'll probably have to do that in every movie. Wait after the credits. To, I think Stephen Colbert has a little bit more at the end. Right. As I was walking out, I heard his voice. <laughs> Damn it. After what? sitting around at the end of fucking Star Trek waiting for something, there was nothing at the end of that. So And Terminator the Salvation had nothing at the end either. So if they're waiting around for those, I just got tired of waiting at the end of the movie. So I actually just left. <laughs> normally, but normally these days, though, you know ahead of time 
if there's going to be something. Yeah. Yeah. You hear some things. Yeah. I heard some of the podcasts fuck with people said I'll wait after the credits of Star Trek. Really? Yeah. Fucker. Fucking liar. Yeah. So, that's our reviews for this week. Move on to the Malaysian and US box office top 10. At number 10, Malaysia, Thranai. Uh, Indian movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Number 9, Fighting. Channing Tatum. I've heard good things about Channing Tatum in this. I've heard it like, it looks like, it, it looks like one of the dumbest movies ever made. It's supposed to be his home county what? style kind of wins Roger, it over. Roger Ebert gave it three stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Number eight. Shurga Chinta, Love Heaven. Malay movie. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Angels, Angels and, and Demons. Demons. Good movie. Yeah, I quite liked it. Number six, Hannah Montana, the movie. There you go. Could I care less, the movie. Uh, number 15, oh, I could care less, 17 again. Number five. Zac Efron. Yeah. Number Why can't four. something just happen to this people? <laughs> <laughs> number four, Monsters vs. Aliens. He must be stopped. Uh, Monsters vs. Aliens still hanging on there. Number three, Night at the Museum 2, Battle of the Smithsonian. I've heard this is one of the dumbest movies ever made. It's the kind of movie that makes you hate families because you know families are the reason that movies like this get made. Yeah. Number two, I'll leave it to you. Number two, Jangan Pandan Blakang Chungka. What the fuck's that mean? I don't know, don't stand behind something. No. <laughs> something. <laughs> don't stand behind something. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> One Terminator Salvation. Terminator Salvation still going. Weeks in release. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row, and I've heard that this is making a lot of money outside the US. Yeah, yeah. Overseas, it's killing. Yeah, and it's which is ridiculous. I mean, there's there some websites where reading was like, why do why do uh, other countries love US flops? I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Huh? Nothing wrong with that. I don't know why it got such a slating in the US. Take me to base. Take me to base. Connor. My name is John Connor. We know you've told us 16 times already. Oh really, it's John Connor. John Connor. Take me to base. <laughs> number 10, Dance Flick, US Top 10. Number 10, Dance Flick, the Wayne's Brothers movie. Uh, number 9. At least they stop calling movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're flicks. Flicks. Uh, number 9, My Life in Ruins. Well, the scary movie, the first one, was funny. The first one was funny. The first scary movie was very funny. Yeah. And don't be a menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Yeah, that was, I actually saw this of that was quite good. <laughs> Uh, number nine, my I'm gonna get you, sucker. That, that's that the, is that, the that, classic. That is the classic. That is the classic. Okay, so you've done some good stuff. Yeah. Back when you were still calling them movies, they were pretty all right. Now yeah. you're calling them flicks. They suck. They suck when they were called movies. <laughs> For the third time, nine, my <laughs> life in ruins. Have yeah. you heard of this? Um, I hear it's the new Nia Vardalos Bar, Bar, movie. No, right, never mind. Uh, number eight, Angels and Demons. She's the one who did my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah. No. The, apparently this movie sucks. It's getting really <laughs> terrible reviews. Sucks balls. Sucks donkey dick. <laughs> number eight, Angels and Demons. Good movie. Good movie. Number, number seven, seven Dragon to Hell. Hell. I hear that's excellent. And the more and more I hear about it, the more I want to see it. I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna catch it. Because this trailer's kind of struck me as kind of being like a proper horror, but it's. Apparently, it's, like it's a real throwback to his old school yeah, fucking like balls out comedy yeah. horror. And uh, number six, Terminator Salvation. So it's supposedly not doing that well, but still hanging in there. It's, it's still gonna gross like 140, 150 yeah. mil. Yeah. It's, is that enough to get a green light for a sequel though? Do we really want a green light for a sequel? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we have to ask ourselves this question. Important number thing. five, Star Trek. I want to see this again. Yeah, I want to see it again. Number four, Night at the Museum. Ben Stiller. Yeah. Number three, Land of the Lost, which apparently is doing Bombing. terribly. Bombing. It's doing terribly. It's not making any money over. <laughs> number two, actually, that, this was wrong. What? It says here, number two, Hangover. Actually, uh, once final things were all tallied up, Hangover was number one, and uh, number two was up. Really? Yep, up fell from number one, number two. 
What would be the final tally? Did they have to go to Nova Scotia and find out what they were taking? I don't know. There? I just remember that at first it was called that Up was number one. Yeah. And then like a couple of days later it's like, oh, actually we fucked up. Actually a hangover was number one. And you're actually interested in seeing Up Man? Hmm? You're actually interested in seeing Up Man? No, I get drunk. Yeah, no, but you're interested in seeing it. Um, I'll see it. Yeah. I don't know how I'll feel. I mean, you know, of course I'm going to see it. <laughs> Well, I, want to, I want to see the hangover more than I want to see up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw the trailer and I'm wondering where they can go with this because it does seem like another... Uh, what was the thing with Christian Slater? Mm-hmm. Where the hooker dies? Oh, uh, what, American Psycho? No, no, no. Christian Slater. Oh, Christian Slater where the hooker dies. Um, very bad things. Very bad things. It looks like that kind of... Something else. Yeah, yeah, it does look like that. But uh, and I want, I want to check it out just to see uh, more of Bradley Cooper now that he's face. Yeah. I just want to check it out a little bit more. So I'm going to go back and rent all of Liam Neeson's old stuff. Cool. Just so I can make up my own mind about whether he's just right taken over and over again. It's fucking awesome. It's, that's a great movie. Yeah. That wraps up the podcast for this week. Uh, no podcast next week. No last podcast week. next week because uh, yeah, Ian's going off somewhere. Well, you went off somewhere last week. So fuck off. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not complaining. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just mm. saying that that's why there's no podcast next yeah, week. You get to not have a line on Sunday and get up at five a.m. Mm. Cool. I'll think about it. And then the following week, I'm definitely going to try and see the Transformers before the podcast. No, definitely, definitely. 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 In, in Gold no, Class. Totally. 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 Awesome. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. See ya.